Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast where we read you the entire Bible in one year based on the weekly Torah portions. I'm Harriet, your reader today, this Sunday, the 24th of July or the 25th of Tammuz on the Hebrew calendar. This new week we have a double parasha or double Torah portion. And um, the first one is called Matot, which means tribes. And the second one, Masei, which means journeys. And the scripture from the Torah, <coughs> excuse me, it will be Numbers or Bamidbar, chapter 30, verse 2, through chapter 31, verse 12. Please join me in blessing the Lord and thanking Him for giving us His word. Blessed are you, Lord our God. King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples through his Son, Yeshua the Mashiach, our Master. Moshe spoke to the heads of the tribes of the sons of Israel, saying, This is the thing which the Lord has commanded. When a man vows a vow to the Lord, or swears an oath to bind his soul with a bond, he shall not break his word. He shall do according to all that proceeds out of his mouth. Also, when a woman vows a vow to the Lord and binds herself by a pledge, being in her father's house in her youth, and her father hears her vow and her pledge, with which she has bound her soul, and her father says nothing to her. Then all her vows shall stand, and every pledge with which she has bound her soul shall stand. But if her father forbids her in the day that he hears, none of her vows or of her pledges with which she has bound her soul shall stand. And the Lord will forgive her because her father has forbidden her. If she has a husband while her vows are on her, or the rash utterance of her lips with which she has bound her soul, and her husband hears it, and says nothing to her in the day that he hears it, then her vows shall stand, and her pledges with which she has bound her soul shall stand. But if her husband forbids her in the day that he hears it, then he makes void her vow which is on her, and the rash utterance of her lips, with which she has bound her soul, and the Lord will forgive her. But the vow of a widow, or of her who is divorced, everything with which she has bound her soul shall stand against her. If she vowed in her husband's house, or bound her soul by a bond with an oath, and her husband heard it, and held his peace at her, and did not disallow her, then all her vows shall stand, and every pledge with which she bound her soul shall stand. But if her husband made them null and void in the day that he heard them, then whatever proceeded out of her lips concerning her vows, or concerning the bond of her soul, shall not stand. Her husband has made them void, and the Lord will forgive her. Every vow and every binding oath to afflict the soul, her husband may establish it, or her husband may make it void. 
But if her husband says nothing to her from day to day, then he establishes all her vows or all her pledges which are on her. He has established them because he said nothing to her in the day that he heard them. But if he makes them null and void after he has heard them, then he shall bear her iniquity. These are the statutes which the Lord commanded Moshe between a man and his wife, between a father and his daughter, being in her youth in her father's house. And the Lord spoke to Moshe, saying, Avenge the sons of Israel on the Midianites. Afterward you shall be gathered to your people. So Moshe spoke to the people, saying, Arm men from among you for war, that they may go against Midian to execute the vengeance of the Lord on Midian. You shall send one thousand out of every tribe throughout all the tribes of Israel to the war. So they were delivered out of the thousands of Israel, a thousand from every tribe, twelve thousand armed for war. And Moshe sent them, one thousand of every tribe, to the war with Pinchas, the son of Elazar de Cohen, to the war, with the vessels of the sanctuary and the trumpets for the alarm in his hand. They fought against Midian, and the Lord commanded Moshe, as the Lord commanded Moshe. They killed every male. They killed the kings of Midian with the rest of their slain, Evi, Rechem, Zur, Hur, and Reva, the five kings of Midian. They also killed Balaam, the son of Beor, with a sword. And the sons of Israel took the women of Midian captive with their little ones and all their livestock, all their flocks, and all their goods they took as plunder. All their cities in the places in which they lived, and all their encampments they burnt with fire. They took all the captives and all the plunder, both of man and of animal. They brought the captives with the prey and the plunder to Moshe, and to Elazar the Kohen, and to the congregation of the sons of Israel, to the camp at the plains of Moab, which are by the Yarden at Jericho. That was Numbers 30, verse 2 through 31, verse 12. Now the portion from the prophets is today Ezekiel, or Yechetzkel, chapter 23. The word of the Lord came again to me, saying, Son of man, there were two women, the daughters of one mother, and they played the prostitute in Mitzrayim. They played the prostitute in their youth. Their breasts were fondled there, and their youthful nipples were caressed there. Their names were Ohola, the elder, and Oholiab, her sister. They became mine, and they bore sons and daughters. As for their names, Samaria is Ohola, and Yerushalayim Oholiba. Ohola played the prostitute when she was mine. She doted on her lovers, on the Assyrians, her neighbors, who were clothed with blue governors and rulers, all of them desirable young men, horsemen riding on horses. She gave herself as a prostitute to them, all of them the choicest men of Assyria, 
she defiled herself with the idols of whoever she lusted after. She has not left her prostitution since leaving Mitzrayim, for in her youth they lay with her. They caressed her youthful nipples and they poured out their prostitution on her. Therefore I delivered her into the hand of her lovers, into the hand of the Assyrians of whom she doted. These uncovered her nakedness, they took her sons and her daughters, and they killed her with the sword. And she became a byword among women, for they executed judgments on her. Her sister Oholiva saw this, yet she was more corrupt in her lusting than she, and in her prostitution, which was more depraved than the prostitution of her sister. She lusted after the Assyrians, governors and rulers, her neighbors, clothed most gorgeously, horsemen riding on horses, all of them desirable young men. I saw that she was defiled. They both went the same way. She increased her prostitution, for she saw men portrayed on the wall, the images of the Kastim portrayed with red, dressed with belts on their waists, with flowing turbans on their heads, all of them looking like princes, after the likeness of the Babylonians in Kastim, the land of their birth. As soon as she saw them, she lusted after them and sent messengers to them into Kashtima. The Babylonians came to her in the bed of love, and they defiled her with their prostitution. She was polluted with them, and her soul was alienated from them. So she uncovered her prostitution and uncovered her nakedness. Then my soul was alienated from her, just like my soul was alienated from her sister. Yet she multiplied her prostitution, remembering the days of her youth, in which she had played the prostitute in the land of Mitzrayim. And she lusted after their lovers, whose flesh is as the flesh of donkeys, and whose issue is like the issue of horses. Thus you called to memory the lewdness of your youth, in the caressing of your nipples by the Egyptians, because of the breasts of your youth. Therefore, Oholiva, this is what the Lord, the Lord says, Behold, I will raise up your lovers against you, from whom your soul is alienated, and I will bring them against you on every side, the Babylonians and all the Kastim, Pekod, Shoah, Koah, and all the Assyrians with them, all of them desirable young men, governors and rulers, princes and men of renown, all of them riding on horses. And they will come against you with weapons, chariots and wagons, and with a com- company of peoples, They will set themselves against you with buckler, shield, and helmet all around. I will commit the judgment to them, and they will judge you according to their judgments. I will set my jealousy against you, and they will deal with you in fury. They will take away your nose and your ears. Your remnant will fall by the sword. They will take your sons and your daughters, and the rest of you will be devoured by the fire." They will also strip you of your clothes and take away your beautiful jewels. Thus I will make your lewdness to cease from you and remove your prostitution from the land of Mitzrayim. 
so that you will not lift up your eyes to them or remember Mitzrayim anymore. For this is what the Lord, the Lord says, Behold, I will deliver you into the hand of them whom you hate, into the hand of them from whom your soul is alienated. They will deal with you in hatred and will take away all your labor and will leave you naked and bare. The nakedness of your prostitution will be uncovered, both your lewdness and your prostitution. These things will be done to you because you have played the prostitute after the nations and because you are polluted with their idols. You have walked in the way of your sister, therefore I will give her cup into your hand. This is what the Lord, the Lord says. You will drink of your sister's cup, which is deep and large. You will be ridiculed and held in derision. It contains much. You will be filled with drunkenness and sorrow, with a cup of astonishment and desolation, with the cup of your sister Samaria. You will even drink it and drain it out. You will gnaw the broken pieces of it and will tear your breasts for I have spoken it, says the Lord, the Lord. Therefore, this is what the Lord, the Lord says, because you have forgotten me and cast me behind your back, therefore you also bear your lewdness and your prostitution. And the Lord said to me, Son of man, will you judge Ohola and Oholiba? Then declare to them their disgusting deeds, for they have committed adultery, and blood is in their hands. They have committed adultery with their idols, and they have also caused their sons, whom they bore to me, to pass through the fire to them to be devoured. Moreover, this they have done to me. They have defiled my sanctuary in the same day, and have profaned my Shabbats. For when they had slain their children to their idols, then they came the same day into my sanctuary to profane it. And behold, they have done this in the midst of my house. Furthermore, you sent for men to come from far, to whom a messenger was sent. And behold, they came, for whom you washed yourself, painted your eyes, decorated yourself with ornaments, and sat on a stately bed, with a table prepared before it, Whereupon you set my incense and my oil. And a voice of a peaceful multitude was with her. And Sabaeans were brought from the wilderness with men of the common sort, who put bracelets on their hands and a beautiful crowns on their heads. Then I said of her who was old in adulteries, Now they will play the prostitute with her and she with them. For they went in to her as they go in to a prostitute. So they went in to Ohola and to Holiva, the lewd women. But righteous men will judge them with the judgment of adulteresses and with the judgment of women who shed blood, because they are adulteresses and blood is in their hand. This is what the Lord, the Lord says, I will bring up a mob against them and will give them to be tossed back and forth and robbed. The assembly will stone them with stones and dispatch them with their swords. They will kill their sons and their daughters and burn up their houses with fire. Thus I will cause lewdness to cease out of the land 
that all women may be taught not to be lewd like you. They will recompense your lewdness on you, and you will bear the sins of your idols. Then you will know that I am the Lord, the Lord. That was Ezekiel chapter 23. Now we have our portion from the writings, and we will read Nehemiah or Nehemiah chapter 10. Yet despise all this, we make a sure covenant and write it, and our princes, Levites, and our Kohanim seal it. Now on the sealed document were Nehemiah the governor, the son of Hakaliah, and Zedekiah, Sariah, Azariah, Yeremiahu, Pashur, Amaria, Malchia, Hatush, Shebania, Maluch, Harim, Merimot, Ovadia, Daniel, Gineton, Baruch, Meshulam, Avia, Miyamim, Maazia, Bilgai, and Shemaiah. These were the Kohanim. The Levites, namely Yeshua, the son of Azania, Binui, of the sons of Henadad, Kadmiel, and their brothers, Shevania, Chodia, Kelita, Pelaya, Hanan, Mika, Rehov, Hashabia, Sakur, Sherabia, Shebania, Chodia, Bani, and Benuni. The chiefs of the people, Parosh, Pahatmuav, Elam, Satu, Bani, Buni, Asgad, Bebai, Adonia, Bigvai, Adin, Atar, Hitzkia, Azur, Chodia, Hashum, Betsai, Harif, Anatot, Novai, Pagbiash, Meshulam, Hetzir, Meshetzevahel, Sebabel, Zadok, Yadua, Pelatia, Hanan, Anaya, Hoshea, Hanania, Hashuv, Halohesh, Pilcha, Shovek, Rechum, Hashabna, Maasea, Ahia, Hanan, Anan, Maluch, Harim, and Baana. The rest of the people, the Kohanim, the Levites, the gatekeepers, the singers, the temple servants, and all those who had separated themselves from the peoples of the lands to the Torah of God, their wives, their sons, and their daughters, everyone who had knowledge and understanding, are joining with their brothers, their nobles, and entered into a curse and into an oath to walk in the Torah of God, which was given by Moshe, the servant of God, and to observe and do all the mitzvot of the Lord, our Lord, and his ordinances and his statutes, and that we would not give our daughters to the peoples of the land, nor take their daughters for our sons, And if the peoples of the land bring wares or any grain on Shabbat to sell, that we would not buy from them on Shabbat or on a holy day, and that we would forego the seventh year and the exaction of every debt. Also we made ordinances for ourselves to charge ourselves yearly with the third part of a shekel for the service of the house of our God and for the showbread, 
the continual grain offering, the continual burnt offering of the Shabbats, Rosh Chodesh, and the set feasts, for the holy things and for the sin offerings, to make atonement for Israel and for all the work of the house of our God. We, the Kohanim, the Levites, and the people, cast lots for the wood offering to bring it into the house of our God according to our Father's houses at times appointed, year by year, to burn on the altar of the Lord our God, as it is written in the Torah, and to bring the first fruits of our ground and the first fruits of all fruit of all kinds of trees, year by year, to the house of the Lord. Also the firstborn of our sons and of our livestock, as it is written in the Torah, and the firstborn of our herds and of our flocks, to bring through the house of our God, to the Kohanim who minister in the house of our God, and that we should bring the first fruits of our dough, our contributions, the fruit of all kinds of trees, and the new wine and the oil, to the Kohanim, to the rooms of the house of our God, and the tithes of our ground to the Levites, for they, the Levites, take the tithes in all the cities of our tillage. And the Kohen, the son of Aaron, shall be with the Levites, when the Levites take tithes. The Levites shall bring up the tithe of the tithes to the house of our God, to the rooms, into the treasure house. For the sons of Israel and the children of Levi shall bring the contribution of the grain, of the new wine and of the oil, to the rooms where the vessels of the sanctuary are, and the Kohanim who minister with the gatekeepers and the singers, and we will not forsake the house of our God. That was Nehemiah chapter 10. And now our final portion for today from the Apostolic Writings. It is Colossians chapter 2. For I desire to have you know how greatly I struggle for you and for those at Laodicea and for as many as have not seen my face in the flesh that their hearts may be comforted they being knit together in love and gaining all riches of the full assurance of understanding that they may know the mystery of God both of the Father and of Mashiach in whom all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge are hidden. Now I say this, that no one may delude you with persuasiveness of speech, for though I am absent in the flesh, yet I am with you in the Spirit, rejoicing and seeing your order and the steadfastness of your faith in Mashiach. Therefore, as you received Mashiach Yeshua, the Lord, walk in him, rooted and built up in him, and established in your faith, just as you were taught, abounding, abounding in it in thanksgiving. Be careful that you do not let anyone rob you through his philosophy and vain deceit, after the tradition of men, after the elements of the world, and not after Mashiach, for in him all the fullness of the deity dwells bodily, and in him you are made full, 
who is the head of all principality and power. In him you were also circumcised with a circumcision not made with hands, in the putting off of the body of the sins of the flesh, in the circumcision of Mashiach, having been buried with him in immersion, in which you were also raised with him through faith in the working of God, who raised him from the dead. And you were dead through your trespasses and the uncircumcision of your flesh. He made you alive together with him, having forgiven us all our trespasses, wiping out the handwriting in ordinances which was against us, which was contrary to us. And he has taken it out of the way, nailing it to the cross." Having stripped the principalities and the powers, he made a public display of them, triumphing over them in it. Therefore, let no one judge you in eating or in drinking or with respect to a feast day or a Rosh Chodesh or Shabbat, which are a shadow of the things to come. But the body is Mashiach's. Let no one rob you of your prize of self-abasement and worshipping of the angels, dwelling in the things which he has not seen, vainly puffed up by his fleshly mind, and not holding firmly to the head, from whom all the body, being supplied and knit together, through the joints and ligaments, grows with the growth that is from God. Therefore, if you died with Mashiach, from the elements of the world. Why, as though living in the world, do you subject yourselves to ordinances? Do not handle, do not taste, do not touch, all of which perish with use, according to the precepts and doctrines of men. These things indeed appear like wisdom in self-imposed worship, humility, and severity to the body but are not of any value against indulgence of the flesh. That was Colossians chapter 2. If you are reading through the apostolic writings twice this cycle, you would also read Luke chapter 18 today. This is Harriet with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. I wish you a blessed new week, Shavuot Tov, and Shalom from Israel until next time.